Welcome to the Snowboarding Podcast, All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Nick Alfieri. This is the podcast where myself and Chris talk about all the life lessons we've learned from snowboarding, not just the good ones, but some of the struggles we've had along the way. So please stay tuned for this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding. As you heard on last week's episode, myself and Chris, we're going to talk about shame this week, aren't we, Chris? Yeah, learning from our mistakes and talking about how shame's impacted our careers. Yeah, I can tell you that. For myself, shame has had a lot of impacts. In snowboarding, it's it's a feeling that I find myself feeling every now and then, and it's not always a great feeling, but it's a feeling I feel like I can always end up learning from. Is there? Would you say that you have a similar relationship with shame or a different relationship with shame, Chris? Yeah, and I think anyone who's listening, especially from the instructor world, has had experiences with certification or with not achieving goals that maybe led them to feel the same way. When we started talking about planning out some of our episodes and some of the topics we might talk about, you had some specific stories about shame that I think really caught my attention as opportunities, you know, with the the whole goal of this podcast, pulling back the curtain a little bit, uh, you spoke to some some situations that I thought really did that very well and pulling back the curtain and saying, you know, just because we're national team members or just because we're examiners doesn't mean we don't still struggle with those same things. And what was that situation that led you to really want to make this episode, Nick? Well, the situation where I can say I felt possibly the most shame ever in my snowboard certification pathway was my first season down in New Zealand. And I came down to my first season in New Zealand. I had just made the national team in the U.S. And down here in New Zealand, want to get involved with some of the exams down here and get on ed staff down here. Really wanted to continue to work in that realm. And when after talking to them, they told me, that's great, Nick. Uh, We want you to be involved, but you need to go through our trainer's process and we'll honor your American certification, but only up to the level three. And you need to go through the trainer's process. And so I said, yep, sweet, signed up for my trainer's exam, uh, did the pre-course for the trainer's exam, went to the trainer's exam, and long story short, Chris, I failed my trainer's exam as a national team member. Talk about some serious shame that I felt. And I take full responsibility for failing that exam. I don't try to put that on anyone else's shoulders other than my own. And um, lack of preparation, um, arrogance going into that, being like, yep, I'm sweet, this will be fine, whatever. Just going to cruise into this. And whatever all the multitude of reasons that I went into, into that and was unsuccessful, not understanding, not taking seriously what I needed to do, not having the knowledge that I should have went out and sought, like all these different things that really ended up in a situation where I expected myself to pass, other people expected me to pass, and I did not. And the level of shame and guilt that I felt on that day after that situation was immense. It it was seriously immense. And I feel like so often our instructors get really caught up in feeling like whatever they end up doing in an exam or whatever their result from an exam is defines them. And it was a really big exercise for myself 
to try to not let that define me as who I am. It does didn't work all the time. <laughs> I definitely absolutely had some times when I felt like that defined me, but it's been a great exercise for myself in learning to separate certain things in my life from the result of an exam. And as you heard, my number one thing on our last podcast, the list was don't let yourself get caught up in your worth as an instructor based on your result from an exam. I can tell you I've lived that firsthand. It's wild just watching you tell that story, Nick. You got fidgety. You started getting a little nervous. <laughs> you, you looked like you started sweating a little bit. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it really exemplifies how that struggle can affect someone. I went through a similar experience. Mine was my level three. I'd been successful at every level of certification up to that and was unsuccessful at my first level three sit. And I remember driving home. Uh, the exam was in Aspen at the time I was teaching in Steamboat. And I remember that drive home. It seemed like an eternity. And I was just going through in my head, my trainers I just let down, the training managers, my supervisors, my direct, like what all of those people were going to say to me that I just let down by not passing my level three. And your, your story's up a couple more notches, like having just made the national team and I remember hearing from you that summer and how, how disappointed you were, but also how embarrassed you were. And that, that tying between embarrassment and shame, I don't think you had any reason to be embarrassed. You put yourself out there and tried for something and weren't successful. And through that, you became a better version of yourself, right? You pushed yourself and you reached for something which you didn't achieve that, that year. And you went back and were successful the next year. So obviously you learned from that experience and made yourself better. And I think that's, that's something to be commended. But through that, you felt embarrassed and you felt shame because of that. And I think it's important for all of us to remember, no matter what level of certification you're going for, no matter what goal you've set, when you start going for those goals, there is always the chance that you're not going to be successful, right? Whether it's just a bad day or you weren't prepared or the dog ate your homework that day, there are situations where you end up not being successful. And I think it's important to remember that no one, no one on the examining staff, none of your trainers back home, none of your supervisors, your director... Your mom and dad, none of them are as disappointed in you as, as you feel. And, and that feeling of shame is often a, a separation between your expectation and the result and, and putting emotions in other people's heads. You're disappointed, so therefore everyone else is disappointed in you. And I, and I think that's, it's a hard lesson. We've all, we all have to learn it at some point. And that's not to say we're let down again next year. We're not going to feel the exact same way. I think it's a constant struggle and it's a constant moving target. Yeah. I can say looking at that from the perspective that I have now, which is having gone back through the process and now I'm in New Zealand and I can work as an examiner in New Zealand, I do feel better for it. <laughs> One, I feel like I can empathize a little bit more with people going through certification. And when people sometimes say, oh, well, you don't know what it's like to be in my situation, you know, with this, this failing or whatever it is. I feel a little bit more like I can say, well, you know, actually, <laughs> yes, I do. And I can tell you one example where I had this to the extreme, that feeling you're feeling. So I do feel like it's made me a little bit more in touch with some of the people who we examine on a day-to-day -day basis if they're unsuccessful. I can also say that after that experience, I went back and I made sure that I was up to scratch for the whole entire process of the New Zealand trainer certification, what I needed to show, how I needed to do it, what this system looked like, 
and I went back through and I think I'm a better employee and a better examiner with the New Zealand system now for having not been successful in that first one than as if I would have been successful. Looking in, in hindsight, I, I do feel a little bit more in a position of actual benefit than I do. And, and it's hard to see that in the moment. And maybe that's the message I'm trying to get to here, which is in the moment, it feels so difficult and so personal and so painful. But if you can trust that in time and use those lessons you learned to springboard you to better knowledge, better understanding, better self-awareness, better empathy, there's so many different things that can come from that situation that can actually make you a better teacher, a better instructor, a better examiner, a better national team member. I feel that for myself personally. Every day is a school day. Every day is a school day. Every moment's a learning opportunity. And even the negative ones, I feel like in snowboarding, we have so many of those that we, we can learn from. Every day is a school day, Nick. And I think, you know, just going right in line with everything I need to know, I learned from snowboarding. That sense of shame, we feel it when we're not successful at exams. And, and this just thought just struck me. I was talking with a couple of instructors the other day who had had some really tough level one students who just were not picking it up. And I bet those students be the exact same thing. They get down at the end of the day and they didn't accomplish their goal of learning to snowboard the way they'd pictured it in their head. I bet they feel that same sense of shame. And, you know, so just like for you, it was a good moment to empathize with our cert candidates. It's it's good to take that that thought process another notch down. And, and when you're in that sense of, man, I didn't achieve my level one, uh, maybe one of those lessons you can take away from it is empathizing with the guest a little better. Yeah. I know that's a lesson that I'm currently trying to work on in myself and in my life is having more and more empathy and trying to understand where people are at in their situation, where they're coming from with their knowledge, where they're coming from with their situation, and being able to understand that and empathize with that. So this has been a great exercise um, in that. And that, that exam, when I went through it, it didn't feel great when it happened, but looking back on it, I am thankful for it in a way, you know? There you go. If you were unsuccessful at a certification last winter and are looking to this winter, maybe going back to resit it, we'd love to hear from you. If you have some ideas or thoughts on why things didn't work out the way you wanted them to and how you're going to go about it differently this year, we'd love to hear that too. Nick, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we are going to talk about career options in the snowboard industry. You and I have taken some similar paths, some different paths through the snowboard industry, and we're going to talk about some of the pros and cons of those different paths. All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding is a podcast by me, Chris Rogers. And me, Nick Alfieri. If you have any topics you'd like myself and Chris to discuss, um, any comments, questions, or concerns, please email us at learnedfromsnowboarding at gmail.com. Thanks.